Hey everyone, Empowered to Empower You podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, mental health, and anything to help you change your mindset so that you can have the best perspective and become the better version of yourself. I am your host, Miss B. Wendy Bob. If this is your first time joining, welcome. Hey y'all. Listen, if you've been rocking with me since January 2020, I, I am so thankful for you. Thank you for your support. Um, I cannot believe this is happening. Like I can believe, but I cannot believe at the same time. Y'all, when I started this podcast, um, first of all, I mean, I just, I just started. I just, I just literally started and um, of course, with the I can I know I, I know that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And as of today, this podcast has over a thousand downloads and listening and streaming and all of those things with over a thousand plays. So that means somebody's either listened to it or played it or downloaded it. And so I'm, I give God all the glory. So let me just share my whys for this podcast because I think this is super, super important, especially if I have new listeners. So by the time people listen to this episode, I desire for people to um, give their lives to Christ or get closer to the Lord or read their Bibles more because the word is life. Y'all, I, you can't, I cannot be a Christian without the word. The word is the manual, the GPS, the, the, the instructions, the guidelines for life. Um, you cannot live in a house without, you cannot expect a house to be built without a blueprint, right? And so the word is life. And so by the time people listen to these episodes, hopefully they increase in their prayer life, prayer life, because prayer life increases faith. Prayer is the direct communication to God. And there are so many lies and so many things that hinder us from having a prayer life. And that may be a whole different episode. Um, but also to engage in further development and start investing in their mental health by starting therapy. I want you to know that just because I serve as a licensed clinical social worker and provide therapy every single week, this podcast cannot and will not be a replacement to therapy. This is a great addition to your journey in therapy or towards therapy, but it does not and it will never replace therapy. So if you need a therapist, find one. Look, I'm so glad that people are, many people are seeking therapy at this time, especially in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. We have seen more people, unfortunately, but fortunately, I'm just glad that people are reaching out because they don't have to hide. They don't have the things to hide behind anymore. They're not hiding behind behind the church walls. They're not hiding behind uh, the activities, the movies. The, they're not hiding behind the stuff. They are literally facing themselves and they're realizing, oh snap, I do not really, really like all that I see in the mirror. Or I feel really, really overwhelmed or I feel kind of off or I need to unpack some stuff that I'm actually seeing about myself because they're actually seeing themselves more so now than ever. So that's a good thing because we need to do the work. We need to do the work. So have you listened to episode number 32 on the wellness series, What Hinders Spiritual Wellness? Oof, that was good, y'all. I'm not just saying that because I did it because I give God all the glory, y'all. Like, when I sit down to start typing my script, I promise you the Holy Spirit just gives me, I just start typing, just, just go with it. And so that one blessed me, but I was talking so fast on that episode. Um, y'all just have to pray for your girl. Um, I discussed five things that hinder spiritual wellness and I identified unresolved trauma and abandonment 
unbelief and doubt, unforgiveness. Ooh, I, there are so many people walking around unforgiveness, worry and negative associations. So if you have not listened to that episode, please pause this one. Okay. Feel free to pause this one. This, I, this has been a series that the Lord has just been blessing me with. So, you know, feel free to pause and, and just kind of backtrack a little bit and then you can come back. Just, I promise I'm still here. You can come back, just, just press play. And it's right there for you waiting on you. Okay. As I continue these wellness episodes, I want to welcome you to episode number 33, the wellness series, emotional wellness. Yes. <laughs> this one is such a relevant topic, especially now during a for real pandemic and not just for some of us, but for all of us. Listen, if we are not emotionally well, then we will not be able to function optimally in our work, our careers, our ministries. We will not be functioning optimally as wives, as husbands, or moms, or dads. If we are not emotionally well, we will not walk in our purpose. In fact, we will not even have the motivation or take action to take care of our minds, our bodies, our spirits. Not being emotionally well is equivalent to a life where one is barely existing or living, or not living, excuse me. Let me say that again. Not being emotionally well is equivalent to a life where one is barely existing and not living. Do you know somebody like that? Somebody who's just existing, somebody who's not even living. I have to lead with this anchoring scripture in 3 John 2, which says, Beloved, listen, I pray you prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Notice the word soul includes your mind, your will, and emotions. So can I just tell you something really quickly? Whether you believe it or not, the Lord wants you well emotionally. He wants us well spiritually. He wants us well physically. He wants us. That is prosperity. Prosperity includes total wellness. That means it's well with your soul. That means you've given the Lord uh, access to your life. You've given your lives to Christ, which I talked about in spiritual wellness. That means you, 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 you're, you're being a steward over your mind. You're being a steward over your, when I say being a steward of your mind, you're taking stock of what you put in, what you allow yourself to watch, what you listen to, what who are you around? You are being a steward of your body, what you put in your body. How are you eating? How are you uh, are you exercising? Are you doing the things to strengthen your body? The Lord wants us well. Okay? So I want to highlight that emotional wellness is related to the awareness of in the ability to practice stress management techniques and generate emotions that lead to good feelings. Do I need to say it again? I want to highlight that emotional wellness is related to the awareness of and the ability to practice stress management techniques and generate emotions that lead to good feelings. See, when a person is emotionally well, He or she is aware, that's the key word right there, of emotions. He or she is aware of his or her thoughts, 
feelings, and behaviors, uses good judgment, and can think through and are aware enough to name or identify emotions as well as process them effectively. A lot of times people call me and they want to start therapy and I always ask the question, tell me what's going on that makes you think that you need therapy? What has been going on? Why why do you think you need therapy today? And sometimes people may not have the right words, but I can kind of get what they're saying. Um, but sometimes they just say, I just need to process my emotions or I need to unpack some stuff or I need to, I'm not sure what's going on, but I just need to, I just need to talk through some stuff, right? What they're saying is they're not emotional. They're not um, experiencing optimal emotional wellness and they want to be emotionally well. They want to gain perspective. That is my tagline. They want to gain perspective so that they can live well. They, they want to be able to renew. They want to be able to get some, get some clarity in their thoughts, in their emotions, in their, uh, in what's going on in their head. And so as a therapist, I work with so many people to help them be equipped so that they can experience emotional wellness. You know, I had a moment of gratitude. I'm always just grateful. I'm always throughout the day. God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this, to be in this space. Thank you for this business. Thank you for this ministry that you've given me to help people um, be well. And I, I look back a few days ago and I realized that in the month of July, I helped I served 41 clients in the month of July to help them to be well. And as I thought about this episode, I want to be transparent with you. And I, I want to tell you how I practice emotional wellness, okay? Because I think that's important that you know how I do it, right? Because as a therapist, um, it, it's so important that I'm practicing wellness so that I can continue to do what I do through the strength of the Lord, because y'all, I am nothing without God. And I'm not just saying that to sound cliche. I am nothing. Like I could not do the work that I do without him. I cannot tell you how many times the Holy Spirit, and if you are a believer, that means if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, guess what? There is the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. A lot of us don't activate the Holy Spirit. That's a whole nother thing, whole nother episode. A lot of us don't don't really communicate with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your comforter. The Holy Spirit is your counselor. The Holy Spirit is your guide. And, and the mind cannot fathom that. So you have to, you can't think naturally that, that but the Bible says that we have a a, 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 a a treasure in an earthen vessel. The treasure is the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us. Okay. I'm getting besides myself because I get excited about this. So I got to tell you, I have to tell you 10 things I do to practice emotional wellness. Now, these, as I identify these things, these are not, I'm not trying to be prescriptive. I'm not telling you that you have to do these things. I'm just sharing what I, what works for me. Okay. There may be things that you can glean from this and take what you can take what you want. Feel free to use what I try, what I do. Um, but there are more things, of course, that I just want to share. Can I just share what I, what I do to practice emotional wellness? Great. Thank you. Okay. So I'm gonna take a sip of my tea, y'all, because I get it. I get excited and I start to lose my voice. Hold on one second. Awesome. So, number one, prayer and the word. Y'all, my faith is so the key. 
soul the key okay i know that doesn't make any sense but it's so the key for my whole life okay <laughs> not my not like my, my whole life not just for my emotional wellness but prayer worship and reading god's word declaring god's word meditating on god's word that's a daily practice for me like i literally have word-based declarations I speak and prophesy over myself on a daily basis. You don't need to have nobody to prophesy over you. You, pro- If you are a believer, you prophesy over yourself. You speak the word of God over yourself. Why? Because the Bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat, it, shall eat of it um, thereof. And so I also, I daily plead the blood of Jesus over my mind my emotions, my soul, my spirit, basically from my head to my toes, okay? Because I don't want any invasion of negative thoughts in my mind. Satan is always trying to um, enter into the battle. There's a battle in our minds and he tries to um, uh, do things and play with our minds and, and, and uses lies and suggestions. There is a real enemy called the devil, and he's a roaring he's a roaring lion seeking whom to devour through suggestions so he will make suggestions just like he did to Eve in the garden did god say that you can't eat the fruit of the, the this fruit of, this fruit does god did god say that the, the any time that you hear a question mark kind of tied to truth that is the enemy trying to deceive you it's always for real are you sure you you know you think you worthy you think you should do this you think you can't have sex? You think you need to, you know, all of those things through suggestions. And so I, I put on the whole armor. Now, that's one thing I will say that I want to make sure that I do on a daily basis. I don't do it as daily as I need to, but I make sure to do it regularly. It, it's definitely happening weekly, but I really want to make sure I'm doing it daily. So Ephesians 6, 10 to 17, read that scripture because there's a whole armor available for you to put on. I know that Satan does not want me to stay encouraged, but he wants me and you to be frustrated, disgusted, and focus on negative thinking patterns. Because if I'm frustrated, then it's easy for me to be distracted. Oh, let me say that again. If I'm frustrated and disgusted and irritated and agitated, it's easy for me to be distracted. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 says that our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but are mighty for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down vain imaginations that exalt itself against the knowledge of God and pulling to captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We have to pull down the strongholds. We have to use our weapons. So I use the word to keep me anchored and grounded. I use prayer and thanksgiving. I make sure I keep music, worship music or praise music. I'm just constantly um, stewarding my mind that way. Okay. The second thing that I do to keep me emotionally well is optimism and positivity. Yo, I've gotten on some people's nerves because of my optimism and positivity. Because I'm glad. I'm so glad the Lord made me this way, right? I stay positive. I try to smile often. I stay optimistic. Does it mean, does this mean that I don't get irritated or I don't get sad? No, of course I do. But I don't stay there. See, we have a choice. You know, we are, we have a choice to, to, to stay, to let our emotions dictate our day. And I have to tell you a secret. If you ever heard of the Enneagram, which is an awesome personality tool. I am a seven. 
Okay, I'm a seven. So if you don't know what that means, just go look it up because that's a whole nother episode. I teach clients how to positively reframe. In fact, the tagline for my business, my business, the name of my business is Against All Odds Professional Counseling Services. So that alone says that no matter what odds are stacked against you, hey, you can be well. My tagline for my business is gain a new perspective and live freely. I'm constantly teaching people how to how to reframe their perspectives so they can be free and live freely. So I intentionally protect my peace and I don't do drama. Okay, I keep music playing in my home, whether it's worship, praise, gospel, rap with Brian Trejo. If you never heard of Brian Trejo, I like me some Brian Trejo. You know, I even listen to jazz or classical music. Sometimes I listen to some gospel reggae or Nigerian praise and worship. I love me some Nigerian praises, praise and worship. Okay, I just really, really do. Like, um, I really do. Um, my God is a good God. Like, I just love Nigerian praise and worship. Okay, so that's 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 number two that I do. Um, number three, I journal. I incorporate some short moments of journaling where I may write. And I, I think of journaling differently. And I even talk to clients about journaling a little, a little bit differently. Some people think of journaling as you have to just write your thoughts. You have to write your, you have to dump your thoughts and feelings um, about negative things that have happened. But I teach clients about, hey, why don't you write something about something? What's one thing you learned about yourself today? Or um, what's two ways you practiced self-awareness or self-care? Or what are you proud of yourself today? Or how did you love on you today? Um, What are you grateful for? And so something that I reflect on is three to five things I'm grateful for. Or I may also reflect on uh, in my journal some proud moments or something that really, really happened that I just really want to remember. And so you, I use my journaling as moments of reflection. I don't have to sit down. I could even use it to, to, to write a prayer or I can use it to, to just identify some goals that I want. You can use journaling for anything. So as I'm sharing what I do, I'm also kind of encouraging you how you can do it, if that makes sense. Number four, I read. I give myself a goal of maybe reading a few pages a night or at least do timed reading. So I may time myself to read five minutes or 10 minutes, or I may just say, okay, I'm gonna read five pages a night or I'm gonna read a chapter. So I just finished um, Dr. Carolyn Lee's book on Switch On Your Brain. Very good book, very scientific, but very good book. Um, But I learned a lot from that book that we tell our brains what to do. Um, And now I'm reading Jen Stevens' Delay Don't Deny book, which is so good because I started incorporating in my plant-based lifestyle. For those of you who don't know, that's a whole, I'll talk about that in physical wellness, but um, I started the plant-based diet and I incorporated uh, intermittent fasting, a lifestyle of intermittent fasting. Uh, I've been doing that since July the 15th. So I'm reading that book just to kind of add to my knowledge. And that's a really good book. So I'm reading that book right now. But I gave myself at the beginning of the year a goal to read 10 books by the end of the year. Now, hopefully I meet that goal, but or I exceed that goal. So we'll see. But I get, I love to read. So I just, um, I, I learned to love to read as an adult, <laughs> really. Um, so that that's that's one way of how I practice emotional wellness. Number five, I get sunshine. I take moments to what I call regulate. 
So as a therapist, several times I would in between sessions when I have a break, whether it's 15 minute breaks or 10 minute breaks or longer, I would step outside, walk in my backyard, stand in the sunshine, look up, let the sun bathe my skin. Um, I would just sit there and smile or I would just stand or just kind of take a gentle walk in my backyard and smile while I, while the sun is, 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 is on my skin and I would just look up in the sky and I would just maybe oh I would just kind of walk and just God thank you thank you Lord for allowing me to help these clients today thank you God for my business thank you God for how good you are thank you Lord for help thank you for being able to see and smell oh I would just just be silent and just smile like just being in the sunshine and taking a moment to regulate taking a moment to breathe Um, which goes on to my sixth number six thing I do I breathe Um, But let me just say something about the sunshine. Y'all, being in the sunshine makes you happy. It just makes you happy. It it just, I can't, let me say that again. It just makes me happy, okay? So I I breathe often. That's number six. I really do deep breathing. When life gets tough, breathe. You know who I learned that from? My, my Leslie Sansone Walk at Home program. I'll talk about that in the next step. But when life gets tough, just breathe, okay? I really do deep breathing often and I plan. My planner is my friend. Um, I use to-do lists. I love to-do lists. And one of the strategies that I share with clients is how to do to-do lists strategically. So some people think of a to-do list as just making this long list. And sometimes that can be stressful. So I teach clients about, I I suggest, you know, categorizing it. So maybe identifying two to three things that you have to do. It is priority. One to two things that you, that you want to do. Okay. It's not like a priority, but you want to do those things. And then one to two things that you look forward to doing. And every time I have suggested that to clients and we talk about examples that would fit there, they just felt lighter about their to-do list. They felt more motivated because they can break it up in small steps and, and, the, and they feel accomplished because they actually took care of the priority things and they have something that they look forward to, which creates, it just kind of ignites a certain part of their brain because they're dreaming about this thing or whether it's taking a bath or hanging out with their husbands or cooking for their families or going on a shopping spree or whatever it is, right? Number seven, I exercise. Y'all, I exercise like six days a week. Last week, I exercised eight times. I don't know how I did that. Well, I do know how I did that. A couple days, I worked out. In, I work out in the mornings because it helps me to, um, it helps me to to be refreshed. It helps me to be my optimal self, especially when I start therapy. I just feel so alive, and I'm able to have clarity of thought. I'm just, I'm just good. Like I'm just, let's go. Okay, it just kind of energizes me like the Energizer Bunny. Uh, but I already have energy anyway because of my eating lifestyle now. So last week, I think I had it done a couple days in the mornings. And then in the evenings, after a full day of counseling, I was like, you know what? I want to get out in the sunshine. So that's what I did. So I ended up doing eight workouts. But I do six days every week. I may add a seventh day. Um, <laughs> y'all think I'm weird, but you know, I really love it, but I kind of leave the seventh day just for me to rest my rest, my body. Um, and I also, I mean, I just, I got to exercise y'all. I have to, it is my, 
It's my non-negotiable activity. It helps me function optimally. It helps me feel refreshed. It helps me function as my best self. It helps my whole life, my heart, my mind. It helps me to lose weight. It helps me to stay fit. And I used to, can I just tell you something? I used to look at exercise. I've always struggled with my my weight. It's okay. I've always struggled with my weight. I've, I've tried several different things. That's for a whole nother, a whole nother episode. But I used to look at exercise as an obsessive act to lose weight. Oh my gosh, I got to exercise because I got to lose weight. But now I look at it as this helps me to be well. This is just, I'm doing this because I want to stay healthy. I'm doing this because it's good for my heart. It moves lymph. It detoxifies me. Did you know that sweating detoxes is a natural detox method? And I, when I'm exercising six days a week, I look forward to taking that Epsom salt bath on Sundays or how, whatever day I choose to do it to continue to detox, to, to detoxify me and to help me to relax. Okay. Number eight, I practice gratitude and I sometimes allow myself to unplug or allow myself to rest. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what, tonight, today, I'm not getting on Facebook or this evening. I'm not even looking at social media or I'm just not talking. I remember one Monday, Monday last week, I want to tell y'all this. So Monday I had like seven sessions all day. Now, some people may say that's not a lot, but if you're doing it back to back to back, you know, and um, it's a full day of seven sessions, that's a lot. And so by the time I finished that day, I didn't want to talk to anybody. My mom took my mom called my dad called. I'm like, man, I love my parents, but I don't want to talk to anybody because my mom calls more frequently. I just texted her, you know, because she knows what I do, but, you know, she understands. So I texted her, mommy, I just need a brain break. She was like, Didi, I understand. And I didn't talk to anybody. So I turned my phone on silent and I watched some Netflix and I just Netflix and chilled. And that was my way to unplug. But for me, I needed that. Okay. Number nine, <clears throat> excuse me. I steward my body and my mind with eating with eating well. I listened to podcasts. I made a decision in May to adopt a plant-based lifestyle, as I said earlier, and I thought I was just doing this for 90 days, but I realized that this is necessary. Um, I also have adopted, as I said earlier, intermittent fasting. And y'all, intermittent fasting has so many benefits for cells and organs to heal and regenerate. Number 10, I stay connected with the right people and I laugh often. I laugh every day. So I'm sure there are several things to do. And I'm not saying that you have to do what I do, but there are other ways to practice emotional wellness, such as meditating, unplugging, organizing, you know, cleaning, volunteering, spending time, spending time with friends and family, thinking about what you're thinking about. Uh, talking, listening to music, dancing, something else I do. I juice every week. I love to juice. It is my therapy activity. So listen, I'm almost out of time, but regardless of what you do, remember that it's important for you to prioritize your emotional wellness. It's not anyone's attitude. It's not anyone's fault that you have a negative attitude because your attitude is your attitude. So you get to choose how you deal with things and respond to them. It's important that you put boundaries up so that you can prioritize your emotional wellness. It's important that you consider the benefits that you're making in your emotional wellness that you're making in your life, especially in your mind, so that you can make a withdrawal. You are what you think. And don't use I'm a human as an excuse to not practice emotional wellness. Seek support of others, the right people. If you don't have the right positive support and you are a believer, pray and ask God to put the right people in your life. 
If you're struggling in this area, go for a walk and think about this or make a decision to see a therapist. Listen, your emotional wellness is important. It matters. There is someone waiting for a smile from you. I really hope that it was helpful for me to share what I do, what I use, and let me know. Contact me, be Wendy Bob at EmpowerToEmpowerYou.com. Um, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Empower the Number to Serve. Will you share this with somebody else? Will you post a review? Hey, I hope that this was helpful. You know, feel free to let me know what you try, what you do for emotional wellness. Your emotional wellness matters. You, it, it, it matters. Okay, don't use the pandemic as an excuse to not take care of your mind, your soul, your body. And so maybe next episode, I may talk about what hinders emotional wellness. We will see. I don't know. Or I may talk about physical wellness. I'm not sure. But listen, I hope this was helpful for you. And let me know. Okay, have a great week on purpose. Listen, I love you. And Jesus loves you way more. And I really, really want you to be well. I want you to be your optimal self. I want you to win. I want you to be your best self because that's important. Have a good day and have a great week on purpose. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.